Welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Today we've got a new guest that is Mark, but before we get on with that, I just want to say a massive thanks and shout out to our sponsors that are RuneSilk.com, they're a bird care company, and Tenga.co.uk, they're a sex toy company. With both these companies, you can get 10% off if you use the code TINBISCUIT at checkout. That's the code TINBISCUIT. Use that checkout to, re- to receive 10% off your first order or orders. There you go, that's done. Hi, mate. So do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Mark. I run Papa Tweed's Beard Co., which is uh, obviously better than Rune Silk. <laughs> Just putting that out there straight away. Free speech. You can do what you want. Nothing to do with me. Yeah, it's, um, thanks for doing it. We're doing it at the Bear Garden again. So we had Mark. You're Mark. I'm Mark. And you all work I for the same Papa company. Tweed. I do work for Beast Burger as well. <laughs> and I do. we've had Beast Burger on a few times. So you've got your own beard care company, and how did that come about? Uh, so I started Papa Tweed's in lockdown which was a, a really smart idea. So when I'm a musician normally, so I'm normally out and about uh, traveling the country, playing for different uh, tribute bands. Um, obviously I lost all of my work because of lockdown, thankfully, uh, which was thankfully. nice. Yeah, which was lovely. So I get to spend a lot of time with my kids at home. Um, but then I decided to- There's after a sarcasm a, in there. A little bit of sarcasm. <laughs> but then after about sort of six months of being bored in lockdown, I decided to spend all of my savings and start Papa Tweed's Beard Co up, which was intelligent. So I ended up getting really, really skint, and then I luckily found Nikki and Dan to save me and <laughs> hire me in the kitchen and delivery driving and uh, pay the bills, basically. Sounds like you're a good decision maker. Dream, absolute dream job. I get to cook burgers, I get to meet lots of people with beards, and I get to create beard products. So it's not that bad, actually. It's pretty good. So have you got your own website? Have you got, you know, do you sell quite a lot? Because obviously we're sponsored by a bird care company. So, yeah, But I'm, it's good to have another bird care company on so you can get I'm, a different I'm not quite as, as big as Rune Silk, unfortunately. Um, they probably won't listen to this. I'll probably get a text from oh, saying, Way bigger than Rune Silk, actually. <laughs> no, so I've, it's, it's been slow, to be fair. Um, I did do a lot of research before I started the business. Um, and it is quite an oversaturated market. There's a lot of like beard companies out there and there's a lot of really, really good ones as well. Um, so a lot I have, of bad ones. There, there are a lot of bad ones as well, yeah, but generally if you go down the route of the ones that have had the cosmetic product safety reports and all those bits and pieces, um, then normally you meet some quite good beard companies. And uh, the, the, the social media side of it is incredible. There's so many like really, really nice companies that are supportful and helpful, which is nice. So... Let's say you wanted to make a lavender beard oil. Yeah. Do you do a lavender beard oil? I don't know. So there you go. So I'll just give you the idea. Well, I'm trying to so go... So I'll get 3% of that by I'm, now. I'm trying to go away. Well. Have you thought about doing... Uh, have you thought about if you can hear that grumbling in the distance, that's Daniel from the Beast Burger. cheeseburger beard oil. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, so... I'm, I am, I'm trying... Yeah, mine does now. Right, so you won't be aired in this podcast. That's fine. Just a distance echo. That's right. <laughs> right, now the reason I asked was because that's a basic one and I like lavender. Yeah. But um, hello, Smudge. I am trying to, doing so it. I've done lots and lots of research and what I've done is I've found a lot of companies all do the same kind of sense. I was going to ask you, how would you go about making a basic oil? Uh, it, it depends what you want, so a, a basic oil. So most like a basic lavender beard oil. So most people like the basic the basic carrier oil. So I've obviously done a lot of research and I have used, I think my oils have about eight different things in them. But if you wanted a basic oil, you'd probably do get a bit of argan oil, a bit of almond oil, maybe some sunflower oil. Get your own little blend, mix them all together in a 30ml bottle and then you'd probably have six to ten drops of 
uh, the lavender essential oil. Could it's you make simple as that? Could you make the lavender oil yourself, like from fresh lavender or from fresh? Uh, I all, I use all essential oils. I've not gone that deep into it, but obviously all of my stuff I've had to go through the cosmetic product safety reports, which is so expensive, which I didn't realise, and that absolutely skinned me. Um, how but like it's done how now. much is that? Because obviously I spent eight hundred quid on my safety reports. Yeah, because you can't just mix some up in your kitchen and sell it to someone, can you? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I did. So when I started, I didn't do enough research, and I went balls out, and I created seven different scents for a balm, seven different scents for an oil, seven different scents for a butter. I created a tattoo balm, and I created a, a shampoo. tattoo balm? What's yeah. a tattoo balm? Yeah, basically, it's a, it's a skin thing that makes your tattoos vibrant. It makes them stand out. It's amazing on bald heads. So if you've Is just that? shaved your head and you put your tattoo balm on, it's honestly fucking incredible. It's sick. It soothes. It's better than anything I've ever used before. And I was blown away with it. I was, I was lucky, to be honest. That's cool. So that, that cool. but then obviously because I created all those things, I needed a, a specific product safety report for every single individual item. So I've had to have everything all safety reported, which is why it's cost so much. If I'd have just done one oil and then maybe two or three cents, it'd probably only cost about hundred quid. So, how would you make a butter then? What's like the process of the butter and the soap and oil? Because I'm, I'm guessing. The butter is softer, isn't it, than like the soap? Because I've used some butter. I use yeah. some nighttime butter from another bed company. Well, there's a there's a there's a bit of an ups and downs between nighttime and daytime butter, and a lot of companies think that it's just some kind of marketing scam. To like, you can use a butter whenever you want. You don't have to use it on a nighttime or a daytime. But I'm literally going through the phase of creating some whipped, some lightly whipped poured butter creams. So you can use nighttime butter in daytime and daytime butter at nighttime. Yeah. But what I have noticed is the ones that I've created have been a little bit sort of oily. So during the day, they give you sort of like a, an oily feel on your beard, which isn't that nice during the day. But if you sleep on it and then wake up in the morning and give your beard a brush, your beard feels incredible. People say that. We've got a visit minute. Hey, mate. You can go to the toilet. You know where it is, don't you? We are doing this in the beer garden again, the same one. And I do as, have um, kids. And we do have kids. And I've got a dog with me and there's people around as well. So this is why I've got to watch my P's and Q's. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we can't say anything that's detrimental. No shits or boggers. Hiya, child number two. There you go. That's that's great, mate. I'm just look. I've got a microphone. You want to say hi? Hi. Good boy. That's Remy. <laughs> so just deafened half the world. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So yeah, that's so. So yeah. Butters are incredible, but there's also, because they're whipped, they're so light and fresh. Yeah. If you have them in hot weather, they just melt. So I've had a few issues where I've tried to like post them and things like that and send them to customers just to see if they make it without melting, and they have so far. But the ones that I've, I've made and then I've stored for a week at home have like just melted. So I'm struggling a little bit to get the right consistency with the butters. So unlike other bird companies, they sell things like brushes and things like that. Have you thought about going into bird care... I mean, I know you do bed care, but stuff yeah. like brushes, combs, and things like that. Uh, I've got some um, extra large brushes that I do, which are massive. If you've not got a beard like me or you, they're no use. Is it is is it like boar hair? Is it like boar hair is meant to be a boar bristle? Uh, no, they're um, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't think of what they are now. Uh, they're they're just like a they're like a wood comb basically. Right. But they're all like, organic and all that sort of stuff. I have looked at it, but it's all buying things in bulk up front. And if I haven't got, I, I'm not quite as popular as I, I want to be just yet. It takes um, time, though. Cause it takes like, time. 
you've only been doing it for just under a year then, or is it just yeah, over yeah. a year now? Just under a year. I started in uh, October last year, 31st. And where's the furthest you've posted to? Uh, it's all in the UK. So is I it? think I've done a few down in Bristol. Uh, there's a few people up in Scotland that are bought and stuff like that. So, But obviously I'm trying to... St- I am trying to fork out a little bit more local. It's ace when you get sort of messages from people that are local saying, oh my God, I didn't realise there was a beard company that was like down the road for me. I'm, s- I'm definitely going to use you from now on and Just all that sort like of stuff. Me. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, so it's ace really. Because I always find the thing is with beard oils, they're dead expensive. Yeah. Really expensive. Yeah. And I'm one of them people where you get a dropper and you drop, I can't just drop one. I've got to go. I've just got to get the full drop and go. The full pipette, yeah, yeah. And they just do. Oh, they're getting technical. Pipette. Pipette. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's a the pipette. Cat. Yeah. Washing it. Pipette. That's a weird of the day. Pipette. Hello. That's um, it. Yeah. So, like, is one drop suffice or three drops or is a full pipette? Uh, I use a full pipette. Pipette. Um, but it's just because. Obviously, it, it does go a long way. It does spread a long way. But yeah. if you really want to get it into your skin and the roots and stuff, it's nice to have a... A, a full a, pipette. A full pipette. A good amount. But most people that have got beards have normally got stubble or something. So I would definitely say only a few drops. And one, bo- one bottle should last a good month or two at least. What's your favourite seller? Or what's your best seller, should I say? Um, it was called Vanilla and Sandalwood, but it's Rocks Off Vanilla now. Rocks off vanilla. Rocks off vanilla. And what's it's all about missionary at its finest. Some of the basic things are sometimes the best, aren't they? So the is that sexual innuendo in there? Absolutely, yeah. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. I am trying to don't do degrade the podcast. Sorry, I'm trying to don't do lower it. <laughs> I'm trying to do all my <laughs> all my photography is going to be a little bit more individualised to each each thing. So like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. One of my favourite ones is the gentleman's old fashioned. That's like a dark fruits with a, an oak and a tobacco t- uh, scent to it. That nice. one's really nice. That one's nice. Uh, because fresh tobacco, like sort of pipe tobacco and things like that, taste uh, smell lovely. They do. Do you and know how expensive uh, essential oil tobacco is? It's outrageous. Literally, for like a little tiny bottle of essential oil tobacco, it costs like nearly 30-odd quid. It's Imagine outrageous. that. So, like, have you ever worked out how much per pepette is? I've worked out how much each bottle costs me and all like the all the tins and everything, so I know how much everything, every single thing costs me. So how much would a bottle of um, oil be from yourselves, for instance? Because we will put everything in the... For sale. Um, yeah, we will put all your... I, s- I sell a 30ml bottle is 9 That's cheap. I think that's competitive. That's good. It's all right. Most places are around... Eight quid to twelve quid. I've noticed. And that's so for a fifty mil, is it? Or hundred mil? Thirty mil. Thirty mil. And how many pipettes in the thirty mil? Oh, do you know what? I haven't worked that out. Because I'm going to try and work out how many pipettes I can have. Do you know, do you know what? I'll do it later. I'll, so I'll get a pipette and I'll just keep swapping them into different bottles and yeah. work out exactly how many. Because you'll have nothing else better to do. <laughs> I probably won't later. No. Once the ki- once the kids go to sleep. But um, yeah, that's just so. Like you do soap as well. I do beard wash. It's a it's a solid shampoo bath. You must be really busy. Like, is it just you that does it? Because obviously you work at Beast Burger. Just me. Like, that's how we met. Uh, you do your bird stuff, and you also play in a band, which we'll come to later on. Yeah. That's busy. Uh, <laughs> it, it is busy, yeah. Um, once once all the products are made, though, like the oils and stuff, obviously they last because they're in little amber bottles, so they're, they're UV protective, and if you store everything correctly... UV, I see, I don't know. I would have just bought some fucking see-through bottles from Argos and put it in. No, you can't do it. It ruins them. But like the, the, the shampoo bars and stuff, obviously because you're using things like sodium hydroxide to, to sort of like make it all shampooy and stuff, you've got to let them set for a month. So once you've made them, 
you've got to give it a month before you can actually start selling yeah. them. So you need to know what you're going to roughly sell because, in the long run. Because L'Oreal does this stuff as well. Don't, like, I don't know, like L'Oreal do the um, bird oil. I actually, I don't know. No, yeah. I try and stay away from mainstream stuff these it's days. If good. it's not, if it's not a local or a small business, I try and stay away. The, the like thing we're keeping up with your beard care though, because you've got a big beard like mine. You've got mine like dead curly. So if I straighten mine out, you can see it's a bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it like gets a bit longer. Um, I find it's hard to keep up. And I find it costs a lot of money to keep your beard up as well. Yeah, not if you make it yourself, it doesn't. Well, there you go, you see. <laughs> That's why I do it, to try and save myself a bit of cash. It does if you use a pipette per day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or twice a day. I probably use it. Do you know what? I, I, oil, I oil every single morning, and then after a shower, I'll oil and balm, and then I'll butter at bedtime. So I do use quite a lot, Ooh, to be fair. So bear care, I was going to come to this. So let's say you wake up in the morning. Yeah. What do you do? Uh... I'll brush, depending on how tangly it is and what I've got to do, I'll use a beard straightener thing, uh, which is all right. It's a not, beard straightener? Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just a comb, but it's like a warming comb. So you just put it through your beard and it gets the tangles out. It's quite nice. Do you plug it into the wall? You plug it into the wall, yeah. It's like one of them things girls have then for their hair. Ex- exactly that, it's yeah. It's all right, because yeah. I've got pink, babbleless <laughs> travel straighteners. But they are specifically for beards. Ever? They are, are yeah. They really? Yeah, there's loads of them out there. Why do you look at me like I'm an idiot? So there's loads of them out there. Like I, I just know. feel like a man with a glorious beard like yours. You should know a little bit more. But that's why I'm here to educate, so it's fine. Um, so the I mean, I have seen them for like the combs where you put through, yeah. and it comes, and I know the heated, and I know you've got yeah. hair straighteners. But I didn't know you had one specifically for beards. Yeah, ones like yours. So yours wouldn't go perfectly straight. It would literally just neaten it a little bit and bring it down a little bit. So like mine doesn't go perfectly yeah. straight. But the more you use it, the more it makes it easier. Because I just let mine grow, but now yeah. I'm doing a bit more too. I'm trying to do the sides. I'm trying to s- sort of get the sides down so I don't want, like, yeah, yeah. a fat monkey. That's abs- like that's, a, that's what I've literally just done maybe a week or so ago. But I did the sides and then under my neck because it was getting a little bit a little bit hot, especially with the, with the sun coming out. I was, like, just sweating and being by the grill, cooking yeah. burgers and stuff. It, it was horrendous. Does it do a lot for your beard, that, being by the grill? Uh, it's a lot harder to maintain now, yeah. Before, I would I would refuse to shampoo it more than twice a week because it's bad for your beard. But now, obviously, I'm doing it. Do you I'm ever shampooing it every day like now. I'll just, I'll just forewarn Nikki. Nikki, there's the smudge down there. Yeah, yeah, I know. That reminds me, you working on a grill, I read a report of someone in Nando's, this like woman, and she had big boobs, and she burnt her boobs <laughs> on the grill at Nando's. Wow. And, and Yeah. I found it quite amusing, but I don't think that... It was sort of one of them articles you would see in Viz or something like that. But um, I've been told at work that you should be careful with your beard because like, if it gets caught in anything... Yeah. It's quite... I've, do like you ever worry about catching your beard on the grill or I, out? I, I probably will now. Oh, did you tie I, it up or out? I did. I'd started off having a little bow in it. A little bow, not oh, a bow. Oh, <laughs> cute. A bloody, what's it called? A bobble. I had a little bobble in the bottom of it, but honestly, as long as I don't touch it, it's it's solid. It, it doesn't move. It doesn't fall out. If I start playing with it, then bits come out everywhere. Um, but I think that the grill at Freeman Street Market's a lot lower than this one here anyway, so there's not really any chance of it yeah, getting caught. Yeah, because you work at the different one, don't you? So. I do. The one at Freeman Street Market. Does, like, does the grease affect... Your like working environment, being in Beesburg. Uh, yeah, it feels uh, horrible. Obviously, has to keep it. Gr- oh, okay. <laughs> it feels I horrible. My question. Sorry, I get honestly. I get out of work. I'm like, my beard feels horrible. It's literally straight home, straight in the shower. I get my beard wash that I made, Papa Tweed's beard wash. 
chuck that straight in, get it all washed out. So you do also do beard wash? Yeah, that's what the shampoo bars are. It's, it's beard wash. You should do a hamper kit. I should do a hamper kit. I do a little gift box, which yeah. is like a little black box with some stuff in there. And no, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm describing it for some reason. <laughs> you got to do hand gestures, aren't you? Um, so I do do a little gift box and stuff, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, so, but yeah. And how much is your big gift box? I hope we turn them. Hiya, mate. Because I'm talking, it's, it's all recorded. I'm on a podcast. Okay. Cheers, mate. <laughs> that was easy. See, this is why I'm able to create the finest beard products, because they just leave me alone and go and play. That's pretty cool. So how long would it take you to do a batch of beard oil, say? Oh, beard oil is easy. Ten minutes. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's easy. All you've got to do is obviously boil and sanitise all the, the bottles and stuff, which is dead easy. And then I've got all the all the oils. All it is is literally weighing it all out, putting them in a jar and... Are you like sort of, sort of when people say this and doing it from home? Have you ever seen the Only Fools and Horses episode where they're selling the water from the tap, Peckham Spring? I haven't. No, have you never I love, seen that? I love Only Fools and Horses. Like so, this one where Only Fools and Horses, Ian, Ian like pretends he's got um, found like found a spring in Grandad's old allotment, and um, basically all he's doing is he's just fucking in his kitchen with a nose pipe, putting it in the bottles with the front tap and selling it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it is, and that's what you know. I'm not saying you do that with head and shoulders. Yeah, I mean, it's an idea, isn't it? I could batch create it all in massive containers and then it'd be even quicker. Well, you could use my discount and get it from... No, you couldn't do that. And that was a joke. I could resell it. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, if you're listening. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I find I find the upkeep of like the beard really expensive. I find it a pain in the ass, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I only grew mine to do it for a year. So it was called a year. Yeah, yeah. And how long you got your? How long your jaws for? Uh, about a year. Yeah. I, I, I started. Well, I started growing it years and years and years ago when I was at uni. The reason I grew my beard in the first place was someone said they'd give me a hundred red skittles if I grew my beard for a month. All right. Um, so I did it, and then I never went back. Turns out a hundred red skittles is is minimal. It's not even a lot. It took him about five minutes to count them all out. So I was a little bit devastated. Red Skittles? Yeah, 100 red Skittles. So we had to buy a load of packets of Skittles and then pick all the red ones out. I think Skittles taste the same. I'm sure I've like read somewhere where all the colours taste the same. It's just a placebo effect. Was it? Yeah. It's just meant to be taste the rainbow, isn't it? Surely a rainbow just tastes of one colour. I could be wrong on that. What are you doing? Oh, you're there. Um, yeah, I just find the upkeep of a bed really exhausting. Like, so I've got like three different, four different bird brushes that I try to do because of my OCD. I've got a tangler. Yeah. Uh, or a them wire brushes. I keep getting loads of people asking for them wire brushes. Wire brushes. Yeah, they're like a really rough, like they're they're rough. I'll try and find some and show tangle you later. Tangle tees. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got tangle tees, but I'll give that to my niece. I've got um, a tangle tees. So they're quite nice. I've got a pure bore hair brush. A pure a bore bore bristle brush. Yeah. I've I've got one of them, and I've got two wet brushes, which have got um, plastic with again animal hair on them yeah, yeah. and I've got another one from Avon which is basically the same which is quite stiff and it really hurts my skin when I go into it yeah, yeah. but I try to use that one when I come out the shower to untangle it and I'll <laughs> hello there you go we've just got a dog and he's just sniffed the microphone so I like try to use that and before I go to bed I try to use my wet brush yeah wet I... brush is just the name of the I, I always was told not to overbrush because if you was overbrush 
because that's when you start like getting it all starts coming out and tearing it and things like that but yes literally yeah. the only brush i use is it's probably just a little dad brush it's it's a little plastic brush that's probably a quid from tesco's it's a bit rough when you've got knots it really hurts you've got to just go for it Otherwise yeah you want something nice and soft don't you so i do need to invest in some brushes to be fair but yeah, it's um. I'm I'm lazy. I can't be bothered. I think what you should do is get the flick cone. Can then like, have like you ever seen a flick cone? It's basically like a flick knife, but when you flick it out, it's got a cone on it. Yeah. A yeah. cone. So you should maybe do that and like. Get some Papa Tweed little stickers on them. Yeah. Well, try and do it so it's bigger gaps because because I've got thick coarse hair. Yeah, yeah. So I want something that nice that goes through it because it's pulling now and it's like and I know I should oil I haven't used oil in it, ages. If it's a thick comb though it's not going to get all the knots out. No. Oh it's because you've got the food. The smudge. Come back. Right. Sorry about this. Do you just want to well I sort the dog out um, as I talk, say. Talk, so, talk so, shit. Talk shit. Talk shit. I don't want to talk about. He is with us, he's just running after the dog. The I'm dog's back. just like run a mile away. Good. Good lie. Cheers, mate. <laughs> so covered. <laughs> covered. Covered. No one will suspect a thing. So do you Pepet. Pepet, word of the day. So do you think um do you keep up with your beard care? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Every I, day. Yeah, I couldn't if I haven't got oil in it, that's it. My life is ruined. I'll literally spend all day touching my beard and, and wanting to go home and put some oil in. That's good that you only are touching it's, your bit. No. It's, it's the same as brushing your teeth. I can't get up in the morning without putting oil in and brushing my teeth. It's just... It's Don't get confused and brush your teeth with the oil. <laughs> I mean, what would happen? You never know. I might have come up with a new toothpaste. You could be on something new. <laughs> I could be on Create toothpaste. I don't know if I want to be the guinea pig and try it out, but you <laughs> never know. But you had an interesting story about your beard because you dyed it, didn't you? I did dye it, yeah. So now, do you want to tell us why and how? And uh, yeah, so it it was an accident. So I do have a bit of a glisten. So in the sun, I do have sort of like a glowing glisten in my beard, but it's not the same colour all the way through. So I thought, oh, what I'll do is I'll get a brown dye, and I'll just sort of just 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 make it all the same colour. A um, brown dye. It was a, it was a brown dye. Okay. And there's a there's a there's a thing on the box that says leave in for three minutes. If you leave it in for longer than three minutes, then it goes darker. Mm-hmm. But Obviously, you don't believe the box when you put a dye in. So I put it in and I left it for half an hour. I went and watched some TV for ages. And I didn't look at my Watched beard. it, the first one, for three hours. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And then I walked past the mirror and I had to double take. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, my Jesus Christ, what, oh, what have I fucking no. done? And it, literally, my face was black. It was all black around my skin. My beard was jet black. Got in the shower. And honestly, I got out and I was like, Oh my Jesus Christ! I mean, obviously it came off my skin, which was nice. My, my beard was jet black, and since then, because I don't want to cut it off, I was like, well, I'm gonna have to keep up this black now. And honestly, no one noticed. Even I'd gone from being like brown, browny, gingery, glowy colour to jet black, and nobody said a thing. Which <laughs> shows how many people came they noticed. Yeah, I know that's it. I've got a black beard. So I was, but then ever since then, I mean, it's going now. It's it's going back to its normal colour now. But now I've just started using the darkening beard shampoo thing yes, every. You did say every three, four weeks maybe, and that sort of could, keeps it the same colour. Could you put like cooking oil on that and go out in the sun? I don't know. Why would you want to do that? Well, the sun would like bleach it, and I thought cooking oil would enhance the bleachiness of the sun. Yeah, but then I or rather set your might, face on fire. I might cause damage to my beard, and I'm scared. I don't want to shave it off. Because, like, when I'm in the sun, it goes a lot lighter. Yeah, yeah. 
but it's like I've got two grey parts here I think and it's quite blonde then it turns ginger then when the sun hits it's just ginger it's a very strange maybe you should dye it black give it a go no thank you let's <laughs> see what happens speaking of black beards the um, pirate blackbeard used to like put um, fuses and things in his beard before he went into battle and like light them then he looked like, looked like the devil when he went into battle that's a true story and he used to put them into his ear as well I'm going to google and, that and he just uh, google it because it's true and he like used to light everything on like slow burning fuses then he'd just go into battle because he said a lot more fierce and looked like the devil Be burning, oh, yeah. burning his beard he'd put fuses in so he'd light the fuse so he'd like take it off the cannon or like whatever they've got it probably not the cannon because he yeah, couldn't yeah. fire it but like he'd put fuses in and just light it and then he'd said he'd look like the devil when he went into battle fair enough each to their own, I guess. <laughs> Sounds like he needs some of your Papa Tweeds, is it? It does need some Papa Tweeds beard oil, yeah. Where did the name come from? Because, you know, that's a pretty cool name. Uh, my surname is Tweedale, so that's I've always been called Tweed. That's always been a nickname. Uh, and I'm a dad, so I kind of I kind of created the company more to sort of reach out to people like me, so like dads or people that have hectic lifestyle with kids yeah. and really want sort of quick beard care, I guess. So I did sort of reach out more towards the, the dad sort of vibe. And so that's feed- where Papa Tweeds came from. And the feedback you're getting from people is 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 good. Yeah, I ain't had anything bad so far, which I'm not very good with um, criticism. To be fair, I take Chris- it I take it to heart a little the, bit. Uh, but I cri- I over criticise myself, so that's why it's taken so long because I've I've redone my recipes over and over and over and over again because I've always wanted to get it better and better and better. Criticism's good because it makes you learn. It does. And I try to criticise someone on Instagram. Yeah, and it was this draw, and like she's been on the podcast. Um, we don't speak anymore because I'm not going to take the vaccine. So she says it's people right here. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck off. Um, <laughs> and she's really good at art. Yeah, her drawing is amazing. And all I said to her was, "Your drawing's really good. I prefer that to your painting." Then she come back with, bah, bah, bah. "I thought for fuck's sake, I only said your drawing's better than your painting." And and like I said, criticism's good because I get it all the time. And as soon as you put something out there on the internet, yeah, yeah. You, you you're going to have to expect some oh, like someone. And I won't be in a knobhead about especially it. Especially when you put your like your heart and soul into it and like yeah. spent months and months and months and spent thousands and thousands on making all these and some products prick and on stuff the like that. Says, and not some, very good, mate. <laughs> some prick says, "Oh, I don't like sunflower oil." Shut up. Well, don't buy sunflower <laughs> don't, oil. Don't buy. Well, it's in my no, beard but, oils. But like sort of criticism does help because I get criticised all the time I might well I did but well yeah but that but that guy Danny from Beastburger just said it depends on the criticism which is fine but that says more about the person because there's a right way and a wrong way to criticise isn't there I, I mean I didn't say to her you're shit at painting and your drawings are okay no but she saw it as a criticism Ah, she's nuts anyway. I think the right way to criticise <laughs> is often to, to give some some way of rectifying the she's issue. She's not nuts, by the way. That was a joke. <laughs> that was me being an arsehole. Yeah. I can be an arsehole. Um, but I've recently been reviewed by someone who's got quite a lot of uh, followers. But obviously most of their feedback was incredible. The only, cri- the only criticisms really were about my labelling and meeting the uh, cosmetic pro- product safety reports. So my labelling has been a little bit shocking, to be fair, but that's because I didn't really know what I was doing. All my cri- 
So fortunately, his feedback has actually sort of led me to sort of look into it a bit more so and do it all properly. Good. So the criticism's good. I mean, he has he has cost me a few hundred quid because now <laughs> I've got to do redo all my labels. My criticism's mainly but, about yeah. how things how much things cost. But I think that's just because I'm tight. I'm just for fucking no. Yeah, the same as me. Yeah. But it's because I I like the coming these small bottles, <sighs> and I'm like um, yeah, yeah, full prepare. Full prepare. Well, if you'd have bought last month, you'd have got 10% off and you'd have got a free gift. What free gift was that? Whatever I'd lying around. <laughs> Maybe we could come to a deal where if I buy something, I still get a free gift this month. Yeah, yeah I'm sure we can do it. I'm sure we can do a deal. <laughs> Getting sponsored by loads of different bits. Yeah, we could. It's not a bad shout. It's not a bad it's shout. A bad shout. I, imagine that. I don't mind sponsoring alongside Rune Silk. It's Apparently, fine. Rune Silk's, the bird care is not that good. It's the sex toy company that's doing well. Is it? Yeah, just a bunch of fucking perverts. But but I always say... How much do that company um, cost pay to sponsor? They don't pay me anything. They don't pay you anything? No. What? What what are you getting out of it? Just sounds good, doesn't it? That's a good question. I did get a free um, sex toy. Did you? What did you get? I used it. I I got one of these flashlights. I was talking to Mark about it, because Mark said that a couple of his mates or something bought him one. No, it's no, it's all sealed. And I had to dry the crust I, off the bottom. I ain't used it. Hold on a second. So these companies don't pay you a penny to advertise it. No. But I did get free stuff, and now I've got a free contact. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to talk about it later. Like not on the podcast. It's free speech. Isn't it? it is free, it's free. speech. Yeah. So technically, I could pay you a pound a month, and I'd actually be doing more for you than Rune Silk. Yeah. You could. I could. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. seem interested about that pound a month. Hey, it's a pound a month more than it's getting it is now. A, it is a pound it a month. It is a pound more. a month I'm all getting now. But to, but to be fair. Would you? Pardon? <laughs> Who? Dan? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he couldn't do out. He couldn't do out else he then. He was up for it. Um. <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm sponsored by a sex toy company, so you can get ten percent off your first order. I might, um, I might have a look. What? At the sex toy company. <laughs> the sex toy company, yeah. Yeah, why not? It's a good job no one listens to these podcasts. They, they do. do. The, no, My they? dad will probably listen. Will he? I hope not. We've got someone in in Estonia that listens. Or either they'll just download and don't listen. <laughs> Fair enough. Fucking East, fucking East Russian Mafia and that. It's all right. Someone. I, 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 like, I've got someone in, like, Russia, and I said to my fiancé, I said, um... <clears throat> Wouldn't it be good if it was like that film, um, the interview, where it was like Vladimir Putin, like, like fucking loads of podcast. Adi, I love Vladimir Putin. I think he's dead funny. Don't give a fuck. I love it. But um, apart from be- like bird making things, yeah, you actually in a a band. You play bass. It's a cover band, and the band surprised me because you don't look like you would be in that band, and it's a Queen cover band. It is. So I work for an agency uh, called International Shows. Mm-hmm. Um, they are based in Blackpool, and we mainly do um, we do a Jersey Boys tribute band. The Jersey Boys. Who was the singer with them? That was Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley. Now, th- they've done a lot more songs than you think. They like Big Girls Don't Cry. Yeah. What else have they done? The famous ones that you didn't think it'd be them. Uh, oh God, I should know. You're these. in a cover got, band. I've, I know. And I've you got. Fucking only know the same song as I do. I know. <laughs> and I, know. I don't really know them. <laughs> I know, I've got to do an hour and 30 minutes worth of um, Frankie Valley songs. 
I can't think. They do um, that night one. What's that night one? I guess apart from... Oh, what a night, that one. Oh, what a night. That's a really good one. Uh, Sherry. Sherry yeah, Baby. Yeah, they do. Uh, loads of stuff. They're all the same, if I'm honest. And you put, so It's not the most exciting stuff to play, but they're very, very popular, and people love the Jersey Boys. They do. The Queen one is selling the best, though. Tickets for for the Queen tribute are flying. Right, do you like Queen? I do like Queen, actually, yeah. I don't look anything like um, John Deacon. You know, but you do look a bit like Freddie Mercury. Um, <laughs> I've got the tash. No, I've just got a big beard that comes with it. Um, what's your favourite <laughs> Queen song to play? And it, I don't think it'd be under pressure, will it? Uh, no, I do like them. I like all of them, to be fair, but I really like Tie Your Mother Down. That one's ace. Yeah? Yeah, that one's sick. It's so fun to play. If you watch me live... Tie Mother Down is the one that I go mental on. All the yeah. rest of them, I'm, I, I still, I'm ace, you know. You, you've got to say that, haven't you? I, I, I'm I, a good little performer. Sort of keep yourself alive. We don't do that one. We we're trying to do um, more of a reenactment of uh, Wembley '86, so we're doing more of the stuff that they did live then. That's that's the album cover. That's I, that's exactly I what just it looks did, like. I know because I watched it. So that's, how old are you? Uh, Thirty-two. Thirty-two. So I'm forty-two. So, can you remember the Freddie Mercury trip, Freddie Mercury tribute, when he died? They got all the big bands on to do. No, I didn't really get into Queen until I started this. When right. until I joined this Queen tribute, and then sort of like, I think I think that's what's made it more exciting though, because obviously, I, it, when you discover music that you've not really listened to before, don't get me wrong, my mum listened to Queen all the time, yeah. but it wasn't really something I was into. And then when I joined it and learned all the songs and sort of realised how sick the bass lines were and how fun it is to play, that's sort of when I got into Queen a little bit, really. He's a good bassist and he works good with... Um, he is, he's, he's a solid bass drum. player. He doesn't... You, you listen to him and you probably wouldn't pick out the bass lines and think, oh, yeah, he's, like, as amazing as Mark King or James Jameson or some of the greats like that. But when you start learning and sitting down and listening to his stuff, yeah, he's incredible. You see, he's different to Mark King because Mark King's is um, very got different technique. He slaps and he bounces off his like fret as well. Being in number forty-two, it does. Yeah, Mark like, King's incredible. Yeah. I met him. I, Did I, you? Yeah, I was literally starstruck. I loved it. It, it was so cool. Where did you meet him? Uh, down in Bristol. Uh, it was when I was at uni. Um, level forty-two came and played at the. I think it was the Hippodrome or something like that. How, how long was that with a new drummer they've got? Oh, They're like this young was, drummer. We're talking. Was 12 it? years ago. Ah, so it probably would have been with the young drummer, I think. But literally, there was barely any any tickets sold. They told my uni that we couldn't have any free tickets, so I bought a load of, I bought some tickets for me and the missus to go and watch. I just buy them all. And then literally, literally last minute, they were like, oh, here's a load of free tickets. So they gave a load of free tickets, even though I'd bought my ticket. But I was still happy, because I got to go backstage and meet him, and it was, oh, it was ace. And what's your favourite song by Love Putty oh, Love Games. Got me Love Games. Love love games. I like that. I love one. playing love games as well. Um, Running in the family. No, no, not that one. Oh, if you don't understand, forgive me if you can. Because it's over. All you right. Do 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 do. Yeah. Boom boom. I won't be here when you come home. Yeah. No, I like the most popular song. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, and there's the um, you've got running the family, aren't you? And you've got um, the other one. Lessons in Love. Lessons in Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's cool. I like that Be, one. Because like all the band work brilliantly together. Because like what Matt King's brother in the band originally. 
wasn't he the guitarist? Originally, I believe, yeah. And he passed away, didn't he have HIV? He wasn't... <coughs> Can I, I remember that right? Or? I don't really know. I literally, I like Mark King and that's sort of about it. I'm not very good with names or anything like that or following the history of stuff. So, Byron, so what's your music you would prefer to play? Oh, ska music. Ska? Yeah, I was in a but more sort of like modern ska, so like um, Streetlight Manifesto and that sort of stuff. Right, not uh, like Selector or anything like that then? Nah. No, I like the more modern, fast, sort of upbeat stuff. I was in the Scar Band back when I was at uni and I loved it. I mean, I wouldn't do it now. I've not got the time to be in a in a in in sort of like an originals band. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love playing Scar and writing my own bass lines and stuff like, like that. When that you say ace. Scar, do you mean? Have you heard of a band called Operation Ivy? No, I don't the, think so. Check out a band called Operation Ivy because they're they formed uh, there's like sort of punky and then they disbanded yeah, and yeah. like reformed and the the band is now rancid or was rancid ah uh, right so the band before rancid was was like op ivy yeah yeah which um yeah massive influence on billy joel billy joel from green day yeah it's like one of his favorite bands and they like green day do a cover of like an op ivy song yeah, yeah. so would you say the most po- popular queen song then would be under pressure that you play or would it be Bohemian Rhapsody um, uh, I don't know you've got Don't Stop Me Now Bohemian Rhapsody it, it depends like there's um, the ones that go down the best are the ones because our singer refuses to sing any songs not in the original key honestly he's incredible if you listen to him sing he gives me goosebumps every time he does a few songs um, but one of them that he does who wants to live forever literally when he hits those high notes it's it's sick and you honestly do that live? yeah yeah and he gets a standing ovation after Is every it? time he sings it yeah it's incredible that's a good song that yeah i worked sorry i know you can't hear me but i worked, when i was in zanti i worked promoting a credit not that one though are you you're not um, that yeah, one yeah, 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 yeah. i worked i worked for a bar in zanti promoting um tribute act and there was a guy that did Freddie mercury in there and everyone complained well not everyone complained some people complained that he was too loud and he had to tone it down but he was tiny one remember craig tiny guy but once he he used to do who wants to live forever and it was like jesus how could you could hear him from the next island it was he was special you know if you if you're doing freddie mercury i think you've got to be you've got to have you can't do it unless you have you've got that you're good. Yeah, yeah, big time. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, that, that's a song that you can't go anywhere near unless you're massively confident of pulling it off. My, my, fa- my, my favourite Queen song is um, Hard Life. Hard Life. Yeah. Is, is Bohemian Rhapsody the greatest song ever? No. It's very well written. But Name a better song. Name a better song. Mm. I mean, it's not my favourite um, song, but I think... Suspicious Minds by Elvis Presley. No, you're wrong. Rubbish. It's not rubbish. rubbish. You're wrong. It's not rubbish. It's you're not wrong. Rubbish. It's not rubbish. The guitar is amazing. Like, it's not. You see it live. I mean, well, the guitar is amazing on it. Bohemian Rhapsody is it's just... Not the best it's not my favourite song, but I think of a well-rounded all-time, Bohemian Rhapsody's got everything. It only became and popular it. after fucking Wayne's World. And I liked it before Wayne's World, then everyone liked it, then I thought, fuck that, I'm not liking it now. So what do you think, you think, what, is, so what did you say? Suspicious, Suspicious Minds Mind. is the greatest song ever. No, I said that's better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, so what's the greatest song ever? I will probably say one of my favourite songs is Hide no, Your Love not, Away not by your, the Beatles. Not your, not your favourite song. What's the best song ever? My favourite football team is Grimsby Town, but they're yeah, not but the best team in the world. you can't say your favourite song from a subjective or from an objective point of view. Okay, yeah. 
Because in what terms do you think? I don't support be? Manchester City, but they're the best team in England. But, but, how would you define a brilliant sign? Like Popularity. Um, if, you know. Maybe I'm looking because I mean I've played the drums since I was ten, and I'm not just po- now, not just so popularity because there's some popular shite. You're the but like, in the world. what what year did Bohemian Rhapsody come out? I think it was seventy or eighty. Like, Two thousand and twenty-one. No, and it's still no, regularly voted no, that the best song. It was nineteen seventy something or nineteen eighty. Yeah, not two thousand and one. And it's, now it's twenty twenty one. It's still regularly voted for as like, you know what I mean? That's. It's not the greatest song in the world. It's I think boring. It is. I think it is. I think if you like, if if you judge it on a, n- a number of aspects, I think it is. I will give you. What do you think, Mark? Apparently. Apparently. According to um, Spotify, Peaches by Justin Bieber is one of the top oh, songs. fucking. <laughs> it's one of the top songs. The fucking nonce. What does he know about music? Uh, I probably, should really watch my language, actually. Probably oh, nothing. Uh, Peaches by Justin Bieber apparently is one of the top songs. No. Um, modern music, I mean, like, y- you'll never have a band like Queen again. You'll never have someone like Elvis again. You'll never have someone like Madonna again. You've got cheap imitations like Lady Gaga, who's just a cheap reproduction I th- I think of Madonna. No, she's not. I think you will have people like Queen again, but it's just, it's not as, it, it wasn't as popular back then, so there wasn't as much competition. No, because Freddie Mercury's one in a million person, and he was fucking, he's... he's I don't know, I mean, my, like, my singer can sing all of his songs, though, and he smashes them. But he didn't write them, did he? He didn't write them, and no. he's still only copying... Someone, so he he's is, not but his vocals are still at that high. That's good. That so high that makes him a good vocalist. Does yeah. But is he as good as performer? He's a good performer, yeah. <laughs> is he as good as performer? Anyway, we'll yeah, but he's like so he's of it, you're right. He, he does just copy. So obviously he does like the same sort of dance moves and the same sort of vibe on stage and all that sort of stuff. But so is a very good tribute to Queen. There we go. But there won't be anyone. I mean, like Elvis Presley was like a one-off. You'd like sort of every so often you'll get a freak of nature that are really good. Yeah, yeah. Like Madonna's early stuff is amazing. Like sort of um, Material Girl. That's probably one of their best songs she's ever done. That's a brilliant song. Oh, okay. It is. No, no, good no, drumming. It's lovely. It's a lovely song. Are you going to the bar? No. Oh, could if I give you some money, would you get me a drink, please? No. Can I? Have no, a I'm bo- good. I'm driving. I'm being sensible. No, I'm good, thank you. I'll have the kids' fruit shoots. Could I... Uh, a, a pint of private, please, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've played drums for ten years, and it's like... I My dad used to like... So, from my background, it was Super Tramp, Elvis Presley, yeah. Cliff Richard, Queen, The Beatles, The Kinks. Yeah. So maybe I've got... And I do look, because I've got an older brother who's like... I'm 42, so he's 47. Um... And he was into Steve Vai and like Jay Satchani. So I look at things more musically where yeah, yeah, yeah. if I look at something differently, it might be different. Yeah, I, I, I used to be in a tribute that did, um, that called Guitar Gods. And, right. they, and they did a lot of um, Steve Vai and Joe Satriani songs and all that sort of surfing stuff. Surfing with the Alien, always Surfing with the Alien. I've never even heard of Surfing with the Alien before. Once I learned how to play it, that was incredible. That was Satchi Boogie, Surfing with the Aliens. We played, we played, yeah, it is, yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? And Steve Vai was for the love of God. But Steve Vai came back from a background again 
where he started with Frank Zappa. Yeah. And when he left Frank Zappa, he transcribed all of Frank Zappa's music from yeah. music notation into tablature, yeah. which is pretty amazing itself. But I thought you'd be more fitting in a band like Mark plays, I guess. Oh, the heavy stuff. Yeah, the he- likes of heavy stuff. Don't like it. Don't like- I was brought up. So I'm surprised my music taste has gone the way it was because my dad didn't really listen to music. So I was brought up with Spice Girls, Take That and all that sort of stuff. So somehow I've managed to get an actual side of music that's sort of respectable, I guess. You see, I the Spice Girls drummer they used on their tour was oh, called go. Andy Gangadine. Andy, you played with the Lighthouse Family, but the band he plays with now is Chasing Status. Oh, OK. And, like, the Foo Fighters drummer... Taylor Hawkins yeah, yeah. was the drummer for Alanis Morissette. Yeah. So a lot of these drummers that these bands like take that use live, that's probably some of the best in the world because they're just session drummers. So we yeah, just say yeah. play that. But then you'll get someone like, let's take Noel Gallagher and Steve I. Okay, Steve I. Oh, thank you very much, Lee. Oh, thank you. Cheers. You see, Steve I is technically probably if not the best musician in the world one of them oh big time yeah is where he's nowhere near good songwriter as Noel Gallagher is yeah is where Noel Gallagher is nowhere near technical as Steve I is yeah so I think when you're saying Beerweenie and Rhapsody is one of the best songs maybe I'm looking at it from a different point of view where I see the technical things I'm not saying I'm dead good at like everything but I'm saying you see the technical side of things where you just want to sit down and listen to the music because sometimes when I'm listening to stuff all I listen for is technicality of the drumming and I don't know if you do that with bass uh, 100% um, bass in a way is a lot more sort of there's, there's different aspects of it to the there's groove there's like feel there's um, and then there's obviously technically how well you can play it and all those bits and pieces so there's a few things that are involved when really sort of playing bass a lot of people you get a lot of shit sometimes don't you because you're like oh yeah you're a wannabe guitarist and all this sort of stuff get it all the time but fucking what about us drummers what about us <laughs> me and you mate we're one <laughs> drummers we, and bassists should be one you, you've oh, hiya, buddy. so so yeah so yeah you've like got to work with like the bassist 100% I hate working with a drummer and their, their kick drum isn't following me or I can't follow their kick because they're not playing something that's that, that's sort of like there's no groove they're like literally just playing whatever they want on a on a on a on a kick drum so does your kick drum normally not your kick drum but would you expect the kick drum normally to follow your bass line so if you did a dung dung oh yeah if we're, if we're in a, if we're in a, if we're covering a song and there's sort of let's say for instance just as an example um stevie wonder isn't she lovely i did that isn't in a i did that with a, a tribute band not so long ago i'd never met any of them it was literally just turn up do the gig and go home the drummer, literally, I don't know what he was playing, but it's such a such a renowned bass. Like, you can't really change that without changing the kick drum. And he played something different on the kick drum, and my, my groove just didn't fit. You like, can't really do that, because with Stevie Wonder, he comes from a lot of soul background, he and does. the bass, and it's like like James Brown. James Brown drum riff, drum riff, like, sort of drum beats are awesome. And and like the work well with the bassist because like that's the old, it was like the old backbeat of everything. Exactly, they're tight, they're one. So it like, wouldn't a, work again with James Brown. You couldn't not play the drum, the drum beat, and then sort of start doing your own like, kick drum pedals or whatever. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got that driving. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. So um. So yeah, I, I mean that's why 
I pretty much only play with one drummer. I will obviously if I'm doing sessions and stuff, which happen all the time. For some reason, at the minute, the music industry is going through the roof. Yeah. There's so many like so much work out there for session musicians. I keep getting asked all the time to come and do gigs and stuff, but I'm busy a lot of the time. Unfortunately. So you can read sight read music then. I haven't for a long time. You're just I haven't needed to. Session musician side. Expect you to read sight music. Yeah, I'm, I'm a feel kind of guy. If you give me some chords, I'll I'll play and I'll jam. But do, do, I can read music. Do like you understand time signatures? I used to struggle with time signatures. Yeah. Again, literally, if you gave me some music, I'd read it for a little bit and then I'd just go on my own because I'd be able to feel it and I'd know where I am and that, I'd, like, I'd be able to do it drummer from um, the like, like Stevie Wonder band was saying it was alright to begin with but halfway through that like mid 80s section he just fucking went on his own thing yeah there, there are a few songs that I've that I've done and they've changed time signatures and that's been a little bit funky but you don't get that doing what I do if I, I'm doing like weddings and stuff like that there's no wedding out there that don't not want you to play bloody uh, uptown funk or get lucky or Footloose oh, and stuff like that. Yeah, it. it's always the same stuff we've got to play. So, do you ever do any um, level forty-two or anything like that? Nah. I'm at, literally. So, my last Queen gig, we were playing. Um, do 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 another one. Bites of dust. We were playing that one. Yeah. And then we got to the end of the song, and then the singer walked off for a, for a, a, a dress change. Um, and we'd finished the song. It's like keep playing. I need to get changed. And we're like. What? What are you on about? We've just finished the song, so we had to come back into it. And because it's in E, the drummer started playing. And I was like, "Oh, sod this! I'm going to play. I'm going to um, play Love Games." So I started like fucking playing Love Games. No one noticed what I was doing, but I was like slapping Love Games uh, to to a Queen show, and that was Ace. So, when you studied bass, did like you study any sort of music like jazz or anything like that? Because obviously, I was talking to Mark, and I was saying a lot of the like because I'm into black metal at the minute. Yeah. Um, though. I've been listening to um, Joy Division, and then obviously Joy Division split up yeah, and reformed yeah. as New Order, and like even New Order are dead good. But yeah, yeah. people forget that New Order were Joy Division, and Joy Division were massive on the scene. Um, I can't even remember where I was going with this. I'm trying to look after this. You're, ask, you're asking me about jazz. Hey, Joy Division were about to go to America. Were there? When he, um, when he were there? When he fell asleep. If he hadn't have come to sleep, yeah. But have you ever studied jazz? No. So I went to I went to BIM in Bristol to study music, which is more sort of for popular music and bits and pieces. It basically basically teaches you kind of that you're never going to make it and you need to sell out really early to make some money. That's that's kind of what I got from it anyway. Um, but I'm glad I went there because I love Bristol. Bristol's amazing, and it got me to where I wanted to go. So when I left uni, I got headhunted, which was really really nice because I started doing YouTube videos, um, and I got hired by a company called Here and Now, which are based in Birmingham. And then I ended up going to China for s- four months to do music in hotels. Really. And then I went to Abu Dhabi for seven months, and I, I was I was in the same bar in there for seven months. You don't want to go to China now. <laughs> and then a, no, I wouldn't. And then a few years later, I ended up going to Dubai and playing there for four months. So that's ace. It is ace. It, do you know what? Going abroad and playing music is incredible. If you're if you're single or you've not got any ties or whatnot, I would. If you and you're a musician, go abroad, man. It's incredible. It's ace. Such you, a lifestyle. Do Do you think um, it's become easier? Because when I was 17, I played in like an hardcore punk band. So we're going back 1997. So back then, if we did a demo, we'd have to go to Argos and buy tapes. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. and like do it ourselves and now it's become a lot easier f- through um, doing it yeah like through YouTube Spotify and all that sort of stuff that um, oh, what's the um, you've got that music app you can put stuff on it well, what's it called SoundCloud SoundCloud yeah yeah um is what you want. I sold out a long time ago. I knew I was never going to make it, so making original music just didn't appeal to me. I like doing covers and just being able to like be free and. And I think that's do the main thing. I I like think you've got to do things for yourself yeah, yeah. and not other people. And if you enjoy something, yeah, and do if, it for the love of music. And I'm so busy now with like all my beard stuff and having kids. If I ain't getting paid, I ain't doing it. So I, I, I sold out a long time but ago. But would you do it for the love of music? No. No, so I'll, like you just to sell out then nah, I've worked hard <laughs> enough I, I know my worth I think there's too many people out there that do gigs too cheaply and it makes it I harder know, but for the like industry for the love of music I mean sat at home and just putting your headphones on oh yeah big maybe time. having a spliff or something and then just getting into the music I, I would I would, I I often go home and just sit and play bass or play I mean I'm not very good at guitar but I love like sitting and playing guitar you, and singing along and stuff like, do you ever have, have you ever seen Alan Partridge <laughs> yeah I love Alan Partridge have you seen that one where he shot his caravan door and he did that bass thing no, I thought you were going to come up with the one where he tries to serenade his missus by going up on stage no. and he's going, "Why do birds, 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 birds?" and he's trying to get it in the right key. No, he does a, uh, you know, he does a bass thing in his caravan. Can you like, you remember the series he like lived in his caravan with his? When like, his house is being built. Yeah, yeah, the third series in it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I have to. Well, like, after he's got we his Russian it, we'll missus. To, yeah. <laughs> and they tried to do the James Bond night. Yeah, they did. Not to know. Stop getting Bond wrong. <laughs> Listen, you come here. It's so hard work. It's not my dog. It's like my niece's, but I've got him for a week. It's a pretty cute dog, to be fair. It is a lovely dog. It's a nice him. dog. It, your dog is as soft as what my beard is when I've used my beard products. You're a crusty poo, aren't you? Cross between a Chinese crusty with no hair and a poodle. <sighs> He's touching his dog. Not in a sexual. <laughs> It's not a euphemism for a pussy either. Wow. So, um... So, yeah, so how do I get sponsored by this sex shop? What? Who? Me? (laughs) You? I was going to ask you another question about your thing. Go on. So, you see, this is what it is. I've got a subject to do, and then it just goes, fucking... I was all ready for him. I've got a question for you. Go on. Would you ever... If if I paid you £10, would you piss on a war memorial? No. Why? Cause it's not worth ten pound, is it? If I give you ten million pound, would you piss on the wall, Mario? Yeah, probably. Yeah, for fuck's sake! Assholes up here again. <laughs> I said this why? Because my thing is, if I said to someone, right, I want to ask someone this, would you piss on a Walmart for ten pound? They'll go, no. They go, why? He says, because you don't do that. That's disrespectful. And I say, would you like? Would you piss on it for like? 10 million pound ago oh yeah yeah but well, with 10 million pound I could donate some of it and then I could go and clean it all off couldn't it I don't work like that alright oh, <laughs> it, it shouldn't work like that yeah but it'd make me feel a little bit better about doing it nah nah so have you took the vaccine it's a question I always ask no. people no no are you taking the vaccine no good on you I'm, I'm not really asked about it if I'm honest if somebody came and made me then I would take it because I really don't care but I'm not bothered. It's not even really been tested. No. Trials and tests aren't aren't really done until after a year of it being released, but I've had this argument with my family. It's, it's, it's fine. The, th- the thing is, the thing is, you can still spread it when you're double vaccinated. 
you can still get it when you're the right snake. It's, Public not, out it's not meant to be as bad, though, is it? It's meant to be easier. Public Out England, I've already said the Delta variant, whatever it's called now, um, you can spread it just as easy as an unvaccinated person. Yeah. And the thing is, once you sign up to getting vaccinated, it's not just going to be one. You're going to have to have your top-up shops to keep your pass. But anyway, that's fucking bullshit. I always, <laughs> I've just joined TikTok, so I had to moan about I it. On I there. love TikTok. You love the TikTok girls. I do love the TikTok girls, yeah. Roast them out there. The look, Until yeah. you look at the profile on the, like, 17, you're like, yeah. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah. They do, though. It There's is. some funny it's stuff on TikTok, though. There, yeah. There's lots there of memes and good. stuff. And I'm on TikTok. I do a lot of beard videos on TikTok. Are you on TikTok? Yeah, I'll do. I do some little videos of me preparing the beard products. It's normally like little stop motion or stuff like that. Stop motion. Sort of like time lapses and things like that. Well, it's either time lapse or stop motion. It'll be I'm, time lapse. All right. Well, I'm going to do a stop motion one now. Just, to, well, just. I, yeah. I, do you know what? I got really into stop motion when I was at uni, and I tried to do stop vid- motion. It's so good. difficult. It is so difficult. I wrote stuck be like because I'm into horror. I've wrote a stop motion motion film yeah, yeah. Like, like it's, and it's called Flowerhead so don't no one nick this yeah because if I see it out I'll be well, fucking dead angry what it is is you've got a nice young couple yeah. going for a walk in the countryside and there's three flowers and then the guy comes down and picks one flower up and gives it to his girlfriend and she's dead happy yeah, yeah. and like the two other flowers look and go mm. like that so <laughs> like the head droops down the like um, what's them things called the the, petals. Um, <laughs> no, the petals are on the head. It's like sort of the um, leaf drops down. All right. And it's day two. And they come along and he picks the other flower. And then the flower left looks up at him because like, all his mates are getting picked. So the third day, as the guy comes down to pick the third flower up, the flower gets his, the guy's head, yeah, yeah. pulls his head off, and then sticks his head on the flower stem where the other flower was. Oh. Flower head. Flower head. I like and I it. wanted that as a top. It's like I like wrote that as a stop motion. I'm like, I will do it. I will do it because I did a. I like did a few stop motions when Vine was out. Can like you remember Vine? I remember Vine. Yeah, I, I loved Vine. It, it was massive for about it a was, month. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I did some stop motions. It did. You see, you see some of them now. There was one called Bo Burnham, and he's now got some Netflix um, like comedy shows and stuff on there. Yeah, so he's done really well. Well. A Vine guy got given like a dead expensive Audi because Audi said it's going to be cheaper for us to give you this and you advertise it for your two million viewers for us to do the advertising. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's my stop motion film that I wrote. Nice. And I thought I'll do it, but it's like, so. But I did want it a bit disjointed. I didn't want it smooth like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Did you know I lived with Wallace and Gromit's nephew? Did I you? even went in Wallace and Gromit's house. At one time down in Bristol, was Nick, you made a plaster scene? No, he won't. He had <laughs> no, loads. You made a plaster scene. I wish I was in his <laughs> toilet. He had literally like loads of like awards and like little like posters and stuff all over his wall in his bathroom. It was Nick. What's his name? Nick. Nick, Nick Park. So you live with Nick Park or his nephew? I live with his nephew, who was called Sam. Sam Park. No, it was his mother's maiden name. I don't that. know if I should say his name. No, don't. No. Oh, you can do. I don't care. Yeah, it makes no odds, really, does it? Ah. I won't. He's called Sam anyway. He's on Instagram. It's not me who's going to be in trouble. He's, he's, he's sick at photography and graphic design. Is he? He is, yeah. So, could you give my idea to him? Then he'll give it to his uncle. Then it'll be tr- like, can... Nick Park really is an horror film. I'd be like, no! I could try, but he probably wouldn't do it. Why? I don't know. He likes his Wallace and Gromit, doesn't he? Although they're releasing Chicken Run 2. Are Chick- they? Yeah, Chicken Run 2 is coming out soon. Because it's all built with armatures, isn't it? Then the like sort of clay and that is built around the armature. I think so. With magnetic feet that can screw in. 
I ain't got a clue. I just yeah. thought they were really clever, and I was like, no, yeah, that's sick. No, they're super clever, and you've got to be very patient. You have, yeah. And you've got to be very still. You've got to be very steady. Yeah. And you can't knock anything on the set. Yeah. It's got to all That's the same with exact. creating beard oils. You've got to be super steady with your hand. You can't spill it, otherwise that's that's money wasted, isn't it's it? Money, if you spill oh, it. don't be tight. Don't, be, don't become a businessman. <laughs> There's more to life than money. Not a drop of beard oil is wasted. Burning buns? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever burned a bun. I mean, I've, I've, I think I've ruined a few buns. <laughs> it's all coming out now. <laughs> it's, it's all coming out now. <clears throat> so, yeah. I'd be terrified of burning a bun with Nikki. She scares me. I've worked with her for the past two days. She's lovely, actually. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not yeah. saying she isn't. I she's just been, she's scary. been a pleasure to work with. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. <laughs> Well, about it being a pleasure to work. I'm joking. Why are you right? You are a spaz dog. So, what's the plans now for your bird care company? Would you say? Um, I'm going to release my butter. That's that's my plan next. Is that another sexual in the in your endo? Uh, I'm going to. Well, you never know. I mean, releasing the butter. It, it makes the missus's legs feel lovely when I'm wearing it. Right. <laughs> see, so when I see her again, I can't look at her like that. Oh, yeah. That's Mark's beard being between your legs. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the but I think I've, I've mastered the recipe. I don't think you find that funny. Don't matter, does it? So I think I've mastered the butter. I've got to redo the CPSR certificate for it, though, because I've changed the recipe. So, uh, so, so, like so for that's going like, to cost more money. So for every recipe you produce, you've got to have a certificate of conformity to say it meets required standards. Yeah, and then if you change anything about it, you've got to get it redone. And how much does that cost you to be redone? It depends how soon you do it. So it, if, you, if it's within six months, I think you just pay an admin fee. If it's within a year, you pay an admin fee plus something else. And so it'd be like, say, like 50 quid for admin being 250 for... Something yeah, yeah, something like that. So I've got to redo that, and then I've obviously got to redo all my labels, and then I'll release it, and then so it's just sort of getting all my stuff up to scratch, and then keep promoting it. Really, so I want to I want to try and get into a few barber shops as well. So I am reaching out to a few barber shops around the local area, which is surprising how many local businesses that are small, like a barber shop, don't actually want to help out another local business. But whatever, that's that's a, that's just a little tiff, isn't it? That's bullshit. It's bullshit, isn't it? Because I feel like, like more sort people. Of all you guys who do the food street eats, you all stick together, don't you? Yeah, I feel like there's there's, oh, not, you did there's, there's not enough local know. businesses that don't support other local businesses, especially small businesses as well. Like I think Beast Burger couldn't do enough for me. To be fair, they've like bought my products and all that sort of stuff. I've probably sold more products to Beast Burger than I have online, if I'm being honest. What gives Beast Burger that extra taste? Your does, butter does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Why you just like got beards who work at Beast Burger? Bought candles, yeah. So I, I do t-shirts, hats. What you do t-shirts, hats, and candles? I do merch. Yeah. yeah. Do you? So I do I do wax melts, reed diffusers, and candles because I like to. I, I went down the route of there's not many sort of men's bearded brands or there's not many men brands that actually do sort of like home scents because men think that it's gay and all this sort of stuff and it's absolutely not. Men can like candles too. I like Very, lavender. I want you to do me a lavender. I'll, I'll do you a one-off lavender something if you want. That'd be ace. I'll do you a butter if you want, and then you can test it and see how well, you that, feel. That'd be good, wouldn't it? You can be my. See, I give ideas my to these. Bit. I won't do a lavender because I don't like lavender. It's a good song. I don't like lavender. No, lavender's <laughs> a good song by Mamillion. All <laughs> no, right. 
<laughs> I think I'm autistic, you know, because right. I've, I've because I've like I keep because I not particularly no. I'm good at drawing stickmen and that I can't even get right. It's because I swap subject from subject to subject, as you've probably noticed. Yeah. And that's one thing. Yeah, you're asking me about jazz and then you start talking about I know. bloody Joy Division. Don't say it because it's hate speech. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, yeah, and I like sort of had a look through and I get really into things. One subject I always focus on. Yeah. I swap things like that. But yeah, so that's why. I think that's kind of what I've done with a beard company, to be fair. I started off making an oil and then I ended up making candles an and lead diffusers and company. wax melts and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's why it's cost me a fortune as well, because I've not wanted to do one thing. I've wanted to do sort of do everything. You, do you think you might lose your way if you go from... And that's another part of my autism where it should be original, I think, instead of shooting off... No, I, li- like, where I, li- it I, end? Li- I like where I've gone. It's all about. It's basically just a company all about scents and smelling nice and having nice things. So I like I like everything that I've done. Oh. I like it. It's good. So are you thinking of doing anything else then, like special, like? Uh, no, I think I've bitten off a bit more than I can chew. I think I need to nail what I've got, and then sort of just start getting out and restocking. So like a lot of my candles have sold out because I can't afford to buy more, basically. Candle making's quite cool because I thought I was going to buy a soap making set and start making soap, but now you've just said about everything like conformities and that, I might put that. Yeah, don't do soap. Don't do anything, in, unless obviously, don't do anything that goes on the skin. So, like candles, rediffusers, wax melts. Wax melts have been doing really, really well. So, I do like a little skull wax melt, which is like a 3D skull, which looks incredible. Absolute ball egg to make. They take ages and ages and cleaning the moulds is just horrendous it's such a ball egg and and just and, just to light and burn uh, well you put them in the top of a burner you put a little a little tea light underneath oh, it, right yeah and it burns it and then burns the burns I've, the scent have you thought about making solid candles yeah that i do solid candles so they're the ones that i've sold out most of them i've only really got palmer violet and one of a candle left yeah but they're just so expensive to make like buying the little the plastic the, the glass jars and all the labels and the, the little safety stickers for them and the they're just a, they're, set, they're expensive to make and you only get like I think I, I can't remember how much I spent on them or whatnot but you you spend because you've got to buy them in bulk in order to get enough and obviously they take a while to sell so I bought I think I bought 20 or 30 candles and then I think they've taken about six months to sell them all which is still all right once you've yeah. bought them it's it's fine but you know, once you've spent that hundred quid, two hundred quid buying all the products or whatnot, it then just takes a while to come back into the bank, doesn't it? So there's a dog under you. So, so the plans just to expand. What about the band? Which one would you like to focus on more? Your candle making, your bird making, or your band? Uh, the beard making. I if love. It's like someone had, if like someone give you a choice and I said you can either do your band again, yeah. or you can concentrate on your beard. You got to pick now. Uh, long term, yeah. the beard, because I actually really like doing it, like being at home with the kids and like cooking up some beard products and stuff, and then shipping them out, and then people giving you good feedback and saying, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" This scent it just makes you feel incredible that you've made something and you've you've made another beard proud, you know. Another beard. Another proud. beard proud, but obviously. I love gigging. That was that's that's in my blood. Yeah, that's what I've done all my life. Well, you could just bust, couldn't you? Because I, th- I, because I was thinking. I can't bust as a bass player. That's weird, isn't it? Well, well you say this. I was thinking about getting because um, the, the like do a drum kit. Pill brought a 
there's a rhythm traveler out and it's thin drums and it's like it's all compact i was just thinking about getting a snare bass drum and hi-hat and just setting up in lincoln and doing dance music like dum, dick, dick, dum, dick, yeah. dum, 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 dum. i could do with the bassist actually could you yeah i'm 150 pound an hour <laughs> No, you're not. not you're not charging me £150 an hour. Right, okay. but <laughs> £150 an hour. Well, a gig. So that's that's what that's an hour and a half, two forty-five minutes. I don't know how much we'd make on like Lincoln Hill. You never know. If we're but good. We yeah, you like sort of could like You'd better off doing it in London though, wouldn't you? Did it in London you'd probably make a make a couple of quid. I just thought something different because I still like drumming. I'm my heart isn't in it as much as it used to be. I ain't even got a kit. The last recording I did was about three years ago, and the guy just sent me, he literally yesterday sent me the album we did. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, I haven't got it in me anymore. It's too much. No one helps the drummer. You all fuck off at the end of the gig. No one cares about the drummer setting his gear up or unpacking it. You know you don't. No one helps him lift it up the stairs or down the stairs. Well, I mean, I've got a pretty big bass amp. I mean, I, I do use Mark bass stuff, which is lighters. Yeah, but once it's there, it's there. It's like if you've got a drummer who's got like 15 cymbals. Well, that's your fault, mate. You shouldn't choose 15 cymbals, should you? You should have one crash, one ride and a hi-hat. That's all you need. One crash, one ride and hi-hat. Yeah, that's all you need. Three cymbals. One snare, one tom, one floor tom, bass drum. And that's why I'm going to have one hi-hat, one snare and one bass drum. Even better. And I'm going to go busking. Do you think it would do well? Yeah, that's groovy, that, if you're good. Or just get some of them pipes with some, some flip-flops. I thought about making some flip-flops. I thought about, again, too much asshole. Yeah. I just It'd can't be cool be though, wouldn't it? They do sound good. And it's more, yeah, that's more that's more percussion because it comes into more notation, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. So, well, thank you for coming on. If people would like to find out about you, like about you, where could you be found? Uh, Instagram's my favourite. Yeah, I'm not in Instagram, but... Instagram is just at Papa Tweeds, P-A-P-A-T-W-E-E-D-S. Uh, I am on Facebook as well. It's exactly the same thing. But I post on Instagram, and Instagram just forwards it to Facebook. So I don't see a lot of the stuff that's on Facebook. Um, I don't know why. I just like Instagram. I like the vibe of it. You've got to post and photos. TikTok, aren't you? And I am on TikTok. I think that's the same. I think that's at Papa Tweeds on TikTok. So but there's a, there's a lot of workout stuff on TikTok as well. So I post workout videos. Because I do run, I do run an Instagram page called Tweed Fit, which I created. Yeah, I created that as a free fitness page to help people with mental health that needed help to get motivated. Kudos to you. And put themselves out there. So I do run a free fitness page. That's good. That's good. So you you didn't say that. It's the end of the podcast, and you didn't say that. That's good. Mental health needs more. I'll come back another time and talk mental health. (sighs) Yeah, because I've got mental health. Me too, me too, mate. Yeah, big time. Yeah, I have as well. Um, I have some stories, to be fair, but again, I'll come back and... Have you? Yeah, yeah. We'll have to, like, yeah, cool beans. So, would you send me all the... Just send me all the links. We'll, we'll, like, put them up. Yeah. So, but you post worldwide? Uh, Not at the minute, no. Just UK. Just UK? Just UK. I haven't sort of worked out shipping and things like that, and I don't want things to take too long. I'm very worried about, like, balms and butters and things because they've got such low melting points and things like that. I don't want them to arrive and... Take down a jet in the sea or 
Yeah. Could you imagine if you if like you was responsible for like crashing the plane, one of your products? I was more thinking of them just melting and arriving and not being the right consistency oh, that right. I want them to be. But yeah, yeah, I would be <laughs> devastated if a plane went down because of my my bomb. <laughs> right. My pipette. Thank, pipette. <laughs> Where did they? Thank you for coming on. You're Please welcome. remember, for me. anyone's welcome on the podcast. It's fully free speech. You can find it on all podcast apps, and we'll talk about unless um, you're vaccinated, apparently. Why? What, no, what do you mean? Don't say that. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> you can't listen to a podcast unless you're vaccinated. <laughs> vaccinated scum. We're joking. I'm not. Free speech. You can Free do what you speech. want. You can. Yeah, you can. Anyone's welcome to come on the podcast and talk yeah. about whatever they want to talk about. Yeah. So thank you for coming on. Um, send me all your gear and that, and we'll get it up. And thanks. So we'll talk Th- about maybe something to do with mental health sponsorship. Oh, yeah. sponsor. <laughs> I thought you were talking about coming back on. And we've already said that you <laughs> would come back on, <laughs> well, yeah, so in yeah. my mind that's already so done. The sponsorship, right. So now I'm going to want a date, because you've already said that. You know I'm a nightmare to get on. I'm just so busy. Autistic. Just message me, mate, I'll tell you. Okay, now, I might I, as well I'll speak to working, box of old teasers. I'll pretend he's got a shift and then he'll say no. I don't know who I'm talking to with half the time. I had to ask the other day yeah, who I'm talking to. I don't mind doing to. that. I'll get paid then, won't I? I'll get I, paid I, to be I, on it. It's always Nick that I talk to, isn't it, on like WhatsApp? Yeah. Yeah, because I thought it was both of them. Then I said, who, like, so I said, who are actually talking to? Because I, I, I get convinced, I said, it's Nick, you, you, you always talk to me. I'm like, ah, okay. Anyway, thank you for coming on. See you later. Bye. Cheers. Bye. The Steve Biscuits Podcast.